Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. You're listening to Suds, Dino, and the Dogfather, featuring former NHL player Rich Sutter, PGA Tour caddy Dale Valelli, and hosted by former Canadian women's national golf coach Dean Spriddle. Welcome to Suds, Dino, and the Dogfather, June 26. Uh, it's been a little bit of a hiatus. We've had lots of stuff going on. Been to Medicine Hat. Richie's been all over the Western Canada and Eastern, Can- or Eastern United States. Dale's been stuck at Medicine Hat. That's a good spot. You even came down here to get your ass kicked by a bunch of sandbaggers. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for giving me the. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's great. Oh, listen to you. It was a it was a great weekend. Enjoyed Thanks it. for giving him the plug. We missed you, Richie. I'm telling you, we missed you. Next year, Richie's yeah. going to be my partner. I, 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 had a, I, had a, I had a long, I had a long wedding night. Good long wedding night that night. Yeah, he said he just got the last bus at 345 because he thought he was going to have to be sleeping under the stars if he missed the last bus. You, you haven't been oh. to a Sutter wedding yet, Dale. No, I, well, yeah, there's got to be 10,000 people. It's got to be like a Hutter 8 wedding. So, uh, well, it's close. <laughs> it's got to be. But, but hey, Richie, like... Richie, not as good as sweet buns or jerky, I bet. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing. It was hard to beat when you when you have a when your music's blaring when the music is still going at three forty-five in the morning and the and the bar is open. And there your neighbor's <laughs> a mile away. Yeah, that is nice. I never uh I really never experienced much like that. Never got my license, so I rely on the city. I'm a city boy. <laughs> when was the last time you took a bus, Dale? I well, probably when the Greyhound was open, because I would take it all the time. The old silver dog, I was a frequent flyer. When's the last time you took a bus to Madison Hat? Well, like a city bus? Yeah, never? Fuck, never. I thought you said you're a city guy. Yeah, big city guy. So do you, do you have a bike? <laughs> do you have a bike? Yes, you have a bike. Have you seen him? I don't know. Do he you couldn't have a get bike his leg maybe? over the bike thing. How's he oh, going to ride a bike? You. An e-bike. Call me Lance maybe. Armstrong in Southern Alberta Hi, with two nuts. Because you're a cheat. So, I'm a so two-nutted Lance Armstrong. Is that a yes or no? 
I can ride a bike faster than fucking anybody. Well, do you, I asked if you had one for fuck's sake. I don't have a bike, but fuck, I don't need one. I can walk faster than anybody too. Uphill, downhill with a cigarette in my mouth, 40 pounds on my back. Backwards. Is this a trick question? Forwards, backwards. I okay, it's bull. enough bullshit for the first five minutes of this podcast. Talk to me about Keegan Bradley. Well, I'm going to talk to you about what we should mention to the boys and everybody that we do have John Ellis. Wendell Clark's caddy coming on uh, U.S. Open champ. Can't wait to talk with him. I played golf on the Canadian Tour with him. I am going to hound this guy, and I hope he hounds me back. Yeah, so I was going to save that, but thanks anyway, Dale. I was going to save that for the, a little bit later, but let's let's get into uh, Keegan Bradley. Keegan Bradley played unbelievable. You probably didn't see the end, did you? Because you were partying. Well, I seen. I did look at the scorecard. Then he made three or four bogeys coming in to make it because I knew he had a six-shot lead. He looked very, very iffy in the last few holes. Yeah, no, I uh, that's I think kind of been his mo at times. But I mean, there's a lot of trouble lurking on those golf holes. Other than 18, you can get into trouble on 17, trouble on 16. You can get trouble on 15. 15 and the uh, there's right? that par five on the back nine. You can get, I think he bogeyed that one, which he hit it in the water off the tee trouble on that there one, yeah. too. He hit it in the tee on off uh, in the water off the tee on that one. Yeah, that's a very easy thing. Yeah, there's there's a lot of trouble. It's a it's a very scorable golf course. Very probably it's the tour favorite, caddy favorite, but uh, there is some very demanding shots. For sure. So, so he didn't have a lot of pressure the first uh 69 or 68 holes of the tournament, obviously, but then probably you guys felt that he actually felt that the last few holes. Oh, for sure. I think he okay. felt it for so, by the scorecard judging. It looked like he felt it for about 10 holes. And, uh, you know, when you look at that, there's only one reason. And, and I mean, his caddy's a good buddy of mine, Scotty Vale, Canadian guy, but, uh, that's pressure was the only pressure was the pressure that he was putting on himself. Cause there was no, no one was giving any pressure. Well, so, that's not true because Cantley was in there within a couple of shots. So then Cantley well, boogied at, at the very Cant, end. Cantley boogied seventeen with a good yeah, tee which shot. Yeah, a very he, hard shot. Yeah, and he boogied no, sorry, sixteen. The par three, and if he pars that, and then Cantley birdies seventeen, and then he boogies eighteen. So he kind of gave him it a little bit. Uh, Casey, I didn't look at Cantley's card. But then um, Keegan Bradley absolutely striped it then 17, and that was that was the end of the tournament. He's up by three with a wedge in his hand. He was never going to yeah. lose after that. So. Right it's now. very good though. But I tell you what, he hit the shot on that. Was it 15 the par three or 16, Dale? 16 is the par three over the water. No, just absolutely. a little short one, but you got to get the wind right. He absolutely missed it and landed in the yellow hazard and bounced onto the grass between the bunker and the thing. Oh, no so. way. And made four, which could have been six or any kind of number. Uh, yeah, five. So. I mean, five for and sure. It, and the water wasn't in play because the pin's on the back right. Wasn't yeah, no, the water's play. really actually not in play. Not in a back pin anyways, right? Yeah, so, even the but... front pin, you're just going to hit it along. A Abraham actually got a hole-in-one on that hole uh, with no cameras on. It was just, we were the only ones that seen it. It was like, like 7.10 in the morning or 7.20 oh, wow, in the sure. morning he got one. Wow. Does it count wow. when nobody sees it? So how's it going? Uh, like one there one? wasn't even, there wasn't any footage of it because it was way, it was like Thursday morning at like 7.30. So I mean, does it count though if there's nobody watching? No. It does count or it doesn't. <laughs> so, I mean, so at 7 20 in the morning makes a hole in one is he just coming in and just going straight to the course or is he actually came in and warmed up and was ready to go 
Oh, no, that was like, because I can't remember if that one was like, whatever, maybe it was 7 40 in the morning, but I think that's one of the ones where they start really early or they used to, or maybe yeah, we did. I don't remember why, or, but uh, it was very early to the reason why there wasn't a camera, no spectators. There's only a couple guys. We thought the volunteer actually had a, a video of it, but he didn't. So but, about, next one about Joe Durant. Joe Durant. This will blow your mind. Joe Durant. Well, Leading the tournament, six holes to go, finishes two under for the last six holes, loses by one to Paddy Harrington, who finishes seven under for the last six holes. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's like what I used to do to the boys. <laughs> when, you, when you were where? 14. Yeah, where? where? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, in my mind. Simulator golf. But I, I heard Paddy Harrington said, you know, he said – a lot of times you're on the tour and you're you're forty second. You go out Sunday and you're just trying to kind of get something going. And you think when you get to the back nine, you're a couple and you go, yeah, if I could get to twenty nine on the back, I could maybe get top ten. He says, well, it all worked out for him. He said, if I can get seven under here, you know, thinking out loud. And he th- he said, I've done it five hundred times. I've thought that, and this is the first time I've ever done it. And he wins by That's one. That's unbelievable. You know, that guy has been. That guy has been playing some good golf. He's been making cuts in the majors, and he's 52 or 53. How old? Yeah. No, he's a heck 52 of a or 53. But, yeah, oh, no, that yeah. guy's moving it, too, out there. He's got to be leading the leading the tour and driving. Oh, this. sure. And he's also uh, he's playing a senior senior major this week. He plays every week as well. Yeah, I know. I, I think that's kind of his M.O. Oh, why wouldn't you, right? Three rounds. Yeah, he just absolutely loves it. And you're making three, four hundred grand a week. That's not about that. <laughs> and doing something you really love. Yeah, and he's into it. And he's into the YouTube videos too. Eh? He's trying to teach the world. Yeah, I, I seen that. I think he's been doing that for a couple of years. Yeah, he has been. He, yeah, started, like stuff at his house and stuff. Started during COVID when he had nothing else to do. He said, <laughs> yeah, so. he was doing flop shots and all this weird stuff out of his house. I remember that. And what is said and all of these YouTube things is that he's totally contradict what Nick Faldo used to do, but no, don't move your right knee. Don't move anything. Just turn. He said totally contradicted he said is that there is another way to play. So it's kind of interesting, but uh Yeah, that kind of that stuff you you probably uh you probably get interested in that stuff. Yeah. Did your teaching methods, Dean, what were where did you what was what method did you go with? Did you learn over time? Did you take yeah. someone's page out of someone's book? Did you So I think any good teacher, Dale, has always watched other teachers and picked a bit of stuff from everybody, right? I'm sure it's like hockey coaches or any any field, yeah. right? But I watched uh, Ledbetter teach live lessons. I watched Butch Harmon teach live lessons. Rick Smith teach live lessons. And I think, wow. And the best one I ever heard was Rick Smith showed everybody what impact position was. And I said, right, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start yeah. from impact and then teach Go from up. there. That's all I really yeah. care about. All I, have. I like so, that. Richie, that- I guess question question for you too. What I would have no idea. I used to just get yelled at. So uh, what made a good hockey coach? Well, nowadays you got to be an ass kisser almost. Um, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of babies sitting with about twenty-four different ch- children. Um, I think so coaching's I, always been that way, Richie. Even those days, eh? coaching's I, I, always been that. I mean, I think a good coach now is honestly, you've got to be a good communicator without a doubt. Um, your systems and structures got to be strong. You got to. You got to really. You got to let your other coaches play the coach to their strengths. That's why you have them there. And you got to, within the structure, you got all your players play to their strengths. Um, as long as it's within team structure. 
And I think in today's game, the players are so good now and so skilled that uh, um, if you can get them to be responsible, that's the biggest thing is be responsible away yeah. from the you know, the best one I ever heard. And utilize your skill when they have the puck. And accountable. Yeah, but, well, you know, the best one I ever heard about coaching there was when they asked the U.S. track coach, the the 4 by 100 meter track coach, he said, what makes you the good coach? Pick the fastest runners. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? yeah, so, again, if, yeah. if you don't have the horses, if you don't have the players, you never get – I mean, you could, you could throw um, the best coach ever into Vancouver. What's he going to do? Good coaches got to coach to what they have. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah you, don't have anything. Have, you also got to you also got to pull stuff out of guys too that they didn't know that they had it in there. Right, but when I you can see only what go you got on a daily basis, you can only you can only manage so much. And like what good coaches also do is that they don't coach during games. That's what the assistants do. Um, good coaches manage games. Yeah, no, and situations enough. manage moment to moment things that go on. I guess if we were relating golf coach, swing coach to a hockey coach, it would be difficult. But if, you know, a golfer has so many coaches, I mean, I would be a great life coach personally. That would be like pretty much just everything spun into one. Okay. I'd like to hear your philosophy on life coach. So a guy that's couple, never driven. A couple hundred bucks an hour. Dale Valelli at yahoo.com. I'll answer all questions. <laughs> you, you'd have to get a student driver coach. Yeah, you got to drive to me, though. I think, Richie, what it would be was, okay, guys, this is what I did, so do the exact opposite, and uh, life is going to be good. Yeah, exactly. See, that's my secret, and you just gave it out. That's 200, please, Dale. Yeah, no, that, that's more. Yeah, no, it's interesting. Very good. Hey, so um, how about the ladies major, Dale? Who won it? I have no idea. 20-year-old Chinese girl. Well, Six. yeah, so get to who? Zin. X-Y-N. I don't know how to say it. See, there Most, was like every one of them was, uh, wasn't there a lot of Asians this past one? Yeah, the, a lot of them are up there. But again, it's a demanding yeah. golf course, right? Baltusrol. She hit 36, oh, yeah. uh, 36 greens in regulation in the last on the weekend. Well, wow. that couldn't have been that demanding. The only player did it. Well, yeah, no shit. But uh, what was the final score? Eight under par. That's what won? Really? At Baltusrol, it's unbelievable. How bad she putt? That's incredible. Well, how many did she win by? Have you seen the size of the greens? You didn't yeah, well, know I haven't been to Baltusrol. I know the it's greens, awesome. The greens are massive. The last green at, at Baltusrol is the size of it, one green at Sanders. The, okay, say that again? The last green at Baltusrol is the same size as one of the greens at Sanders, which are the biggest greens in the world. So, No, it was yeah. good. I watched, I watched quite a bit of it. Very good. That, I mean, those girls are so good. I was extremely hungover for Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday morning. <laughs> yes, I saw you. The golf tournament was Saturday. Yeah, yeah exactly. Was oh. And some of us so went home on Saturday two night. Two and a half day hangovers. You couldn't get a ride home till Monday or what? Who, me? Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, uh, I literally, this is no joke. I literally got home at 2.30 Saturday morning or whatever at 2.30 a.m., and I didn't leave the house until today, Tuesday, at 1.30 p.m. It's <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable, yeah. Richie. I yeah. don't get it. I just shake my head. I think I drove a 1,000 miles in that time. Uh, well. Well, I fixed you know. all my 
I fixed my uh, path, Richie, up to the house. You wait till you see it. I'm really proud of it. Oh, perfect. My wife is fed up hearing about it, but it was pretty cool. Awesome. All right. So, everybody, just like us, John, you get your wife to help you out. I got yeah. it. <laughs> useless without her. So, yeah. uh, just to tell all our viewers, we've got uh, John Ellis, who's become a uh, overnight sensation, I guess, John. Yeah, uh, my guy definitely has become an overnight sensation. Well, yeah, I've been deep, uh, I've been a sensation in Dale's eyes for years, so it's uh, it's okay. I think you're hey. in for a, I think you're in for a tough night, John. So be you better be careful. <laughs> I can handle oh, it. One thing, one thing about one thing about Johnny is Johnny like Johnny's like a silent guy, and he will give it right back. But his golf game also speaks for itself. I can't remember. But I'm going to say, and I didn't look this up. Did you have four or five wins on the Canadian Tour when we played? Four, four, yeah. Nine career wow. professional wins. Yeah. Wow, it's awesome. Yeah. Really? Hey, 2008 Canadian Tour Order of Merit winner. How many did Yeah, win? that was a really shitty. Uh, they had really bad players that year. <laughs> I mean, I'm going against Dale, so it couldn't have been that great of a year to get. John, how many did Dale win? How many did Dale win? <laughs> the same, uh, same as many as my San Jose Sharks, a donut. <laughs> he had the same amount of uh, cuts as he had wins. Yeah, you're probably right on that. Okay, settle down. <laughs> so, John, uh, thanks very much for taking time. I know you've uh, probably had a, a, about a 10-day hangover, and uh, yeah. as you should. 100%. And Dale's I still got I got this here for you boys. I brought nice. it on. Wow. wow. How good is that? <laughs> That's, That's awesome. so sick, Johnny. And now, yeah. John, are you having breakfast at the U.S. Open Trophy, lunch and dinner, or just? Mostly uh, lunch <laughs> and dinner. Anything that could uh, include a cocktail, uh, it's gone Perfect. in there. Well, yeah. we like to partake on the show as well, so, John, so cheers to you. <laughs> cheers, yeah, thanks, Johnny. How so, did yeah. uh... so, so, John, for guys that don't know, I, I read a little bit about you. You grew up in San Jose. Um, yep. played at one of my favorite golf courses in the world. You Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Eugene Country Club. Yeah. And, one and, of my favorite, too. Yeah, it's incredible. I, and I played it. I played the Eugene, uh, the or, Duck Invitational in 1992 with a tightless ballada that went about 240 yards if you crushed it. So you can imagine how tough that golf course was then. I was about to say, cold, wet conditions with a tour ballada. Oh, what was, all, the par, all the par threes at, at that time were two irons and one irons. And if you, like, this, is it the second hole is 240 yards? It was, I think. 
The second, the fifth hole is like two ten over water. Yeah. Um, the eleventh hole in the back were over water too because yeah. we came down from UBC in Vancouver and we weren't that good as a team. And honestly, not one of our guys in the practice round could break ninety because we kept miss hitting two hours <laughs> and they're, they're going in the water. <laughs> if you remember, yeah, it sounds like you guys hit it in the water. If you remember, there's water because oh, water man. eleven and the other one aren't really in play. They're, well, well that's hey, that's a testament to how shitty Dean is and how short he hits it. No, don't, I play well. I play you. well there after that. We, none of us play well there in the practice room, but I play well. I play with O.D. Vincent. Do you remember that name, John? Yeah, he was the um, athletic director director at UW. Then went that's to right. UCLA. He was uh, yeah, a big deal. I don't know what he's doing now, but he. Um, I think he's uh, runs a bunch of golf courses in Las Vegas. Him and his father, yeah. aren't they? Something like that. Yeah. But hey, yeah, I got was, a question. I got a question a for you, days. Johnny. And then yeah. I'm sure we have a bunch. But how uh, how did uh, how many days have you had that trophy for? How did you rip that out of Wyndham's hands? Well, he went on vacation. Uh, we played last week. He went to a wedding in um, Italy, so I have it for three weeks. So I wow. had to walk through the airport, um, which is kind of embarrassing because I had a million people come up to me asking if I won the U.S. Open and. Um, clearly I didn't win the U S open. Yes. I was a part of the U S open, but, um, yeah. And then here's what funny part. I land in Minnesota, right. Which is hockey country of the world. And they're like, you won the Stanley cup. And I was like, <laughs> by the way, the Stanley cup's 10 times bigger than this. And, uh, it's been a while since, uh, the Minnesotans had this Stanley you should cup. have milked that John. You should have got a few free yeah. drinks out of that. Yeah, yes. Would you right. like to take a picture of the Stanley cup? Yeah. Here you Mark, go. <laughs> no shit. You could have charged 50 bucks. Hey, one more thing, one more thing I get it. And then I know these guys got some questions for you, Johnny. I just wanted to let everyone know. And Johnny knows, but, uh, Johnny, uh, Johnny, you did a, you've been around a long time. I, I called you earlier and told you that super fucking proud and, and, and the dedication that you two boys, boys have. And, and, uh, what it's done and it's been pretty amazing to watch and i know i know how you feel about him but you know there's not a lot of really good stories but this is a really 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 good story cool. and i couldn't be prouder of you and and i don't know Wyndham that well but just for you to have that trophy for three weeks that says a lot about who he is 100 yeah. percent. i mean he's an incredible kid incredible talent um you know i i think it obviously the u.s open in some people's eyes it's come out of nowhere um, it's easy for me to say that um, he's had the ability and the talent to do it because, listen, anybody who plays on the PGA Tour has ability or talent or the NHL. But um, what he can do is different than other guys. Like there's there's some guys where you look at it like I can't do what he could do. And he does that on the PGA Tour level, right? Like Connor McDavid does some of the things that no other hockey players could do. There's something to be said for that. Now, does that mean you're in a win golf tournaments and win U.S. Opens? No, but um, he's put it all together, and um, I really think there's more to come from what he does. Wow. Yeah. And what what an awesome time for him to be there, have his siblings there. And it's, yeah. You know, it's his just first time his that. sister's ever watched him uh, come to a tournament, too, by yeah. the way. Wow. That, to me, when that when they said that, and and I saw her on at the end there, that, that was moving. Uh, that was it was it was incredible. Well, I just told her she she's the reason why we haven't been winning. She needs to come more often. Exactly. Amazing. So so John, I got to ask from a hockey side: Are you a Minnesota uh, born and raised, or where, well, where's? No, I'm from a I'm a big Sharks fan. I uh, grew up in San Jose. I was fortunate enough to play. Um, I moved to Minnesota in the last seven years, but growing up, like still playing professional, I played with Jumbo and Marlowe and uh, 
burns at my club in San Jose at uh, Boulder Ridge. So um, I'm still a Sharks fan. It's hard to be in Minnesota and not root for the wild, right? And so <laughs> they're my 1A, 1B. I'll still always be a Sharks That's fan. That's fair. But, did, uh, you, did you play uh, minor hockey in the San Jose area? No, but oh. it's gotten pretty good. Like, I don't think people realize, like, obviously you guys are hockey guys, but San Jose is not a bad hockey town. Like, no. uh, they love their hockey and, um, you know. Well, my my nephew, Brett, uh, is 35, as is uh, Alec Martinez. Uh, those two guys played together, Junior Sharks, Pee Wee and Bantam. And uh, obviously we know where, where Alex's career is gone. And uh, Nephew Brad has had a great Marlin career in American League. So um, I thought it was kind of cool when I found out that those two kids played together and the kind of careers that they both have had. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I've they produce them. like some some good hockey players now. It's kind of crazy. And like Phoenix, what Phoenix has done the last few years. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Austin yeah. Matthews, right? Guy yeah, from Scottsdale. Matthews, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, who who's that? <laughs> hey, so John, well, I got a couple questions. By the way, until a Canadian team wins, you you got to <laughs> fix some things here. Huh? The last yeah. year, nineteen. That's right. John. I agree with John. Yeah, I agree too, John. You guys keep taking all our players, and then we get stuck with your goddamn American shitty players. That's what ends up happening. Hey, John, nineteen ninety four. There's too much pressure on those guys. Like Jumbo could walk around San Jose and have a beer with anybody and he can't go to the bathroom in Toronto. I think that, I truly believe that has a lot to do with it. Uh, I agree. In 1994 is the last time that Dale made a cut on the Canadian tour as well, uh, John. Oh. I was nine. I was nine. That's what I'm saying. That was when you played your best golf. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I'd take, Johnny, I'd take you on any day right now. You're probably a three. No. Well, my three is still better than you. I promise that. <laughs> I'll vouch for that. Yeah. I'll vouch for that. I see that little slap swing. That's not going to hold up when it really matters. I Dude, played John Rom the weekend, texted John. me the other day and asked if I, if, he was, if I was trying to replicate him. And I said, John, I'm 37. I've got years on you. I know it's you. You were watching me. Yeah. That's I just fact. don't got a club foot. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, John, so question about um, some of the success Wyndham's had. So um, does he attribute a lot to the psychologist or the life coach? Uh, is that something that you were a big, uh, big part of that kind uh, of put him over the edge? Yeah, 100%. Um, CJ Cup last year, he was probably hit his all-time low. I thought he was probably maybe playing his best physical golf. And, um, you know, emotionally, he wasn't allowing himself to finish a golf tournament. I mean, he... Ball striking wise, putting, chipping, he was doing everything. And it was one shot would derail the whole tournament. And um, I thought his career, not at a crossroads, but at a point where like, when I'm, if you don't make these changes, you, there's a chance you might not be on the PGA tour. You know, you talk about like, Oh, I have all this talent. I'm better than all these guys. Well, like I said, that it's the most dangerous word, word in sports, right? Everybody has talent. If you're there, they're all good enough. And, um, he made I, credit to him. He'll do whatever. He made the change, and um, clearly it's working because he's having an incredible year. He's going to be a Ryder Cup. I think he's fifth or something on the FedEx Cup. So clearly he's doing something right. And you get so when he's in Italy, is he going to go right to Scotland playing the Scottish Open right yeah. before the British? Yeah, I figure they might as well. Yeah, so which kind of tough. He'll be over there for four weeks, but he gets a little break from golf, celebrate, and then um, 
Yeah, Scottish. Well, good food over there, right? The British foods. Uh, you know, I'm, I grew oh. up in Scotland, uh, so the fish and chips are the best in Tastes the world. Like so shit. And, and food, is, food is cold and the beer is warm. Get me the fuck out of there. <laughs> He's going to look like you after a few weeks. He's, yeah, he will like look it. like you. Yeah. Yeah, right. The right away too, eh, John? Yes, I leave uh, in two weeks. I'll meet him there in Scotland. And um, yeah, we went there last year. Um, Scottish was great. And then i never been to Hoylake, but we played St. Andrews last week. So I'm looking, or uh, last year. So I'm looking forward to it. Fabulous. Eh? I was there for that, for the championship. It was a great atmosphere. Yeah, so uh, where's the Scottish Open this year? Uh, same place uh, as last year. Oh, um, the uh, Renaissance Club. That Renaissance, one? yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a course. bunch of Americans own that, I think, don't they? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. Oh, very good. Johnny, yeah. you uh, you got any golf or any skins game lined up? You're gonna play big bank, take little bank at the at your old public golf course and try no. to play a skins game or what? No, I don't actually. I don't really play. I played um, probably like three weeks ago. I shot a bogey free sixty eight, hit every shot perfect. So why would I ever go back? That's and the truth. You, I, you did not. Hundred <laughs> percent. No I even told my wife, it's like, why would I ever play again? Like I did everything great. Why? It's gonna only go to better. So yeah, that being either. said, Dale, he's got you beat by a country freaking mind. Oh, you know what? I'll tell you this. There's one guy. I don't. I don't admit this very often to anybody, but I would admit this. John's always, John's always had my number, and he's always kind of, he's a style. He's just he. He knows, and he's kind of. John's always. John's always had me. Let's put it that way. John knows he'll fucking put me out there and kick my ass. I hate to admit it, but it's you actually true. for me. You could carry for him. That's right. Hey, John. So, so how did you manage the prize? Win them away from Oklahoma State. You know, arguably one of the best in the country. To, to mm. Oregon, which again I love, and don't get me wrong, it's a great place. That how did you prize him away from that? Was were you well, must have been involved. Um, unfortunately, um, he kind of needed a change when he lost lost his mom. Um, he just wanted a change of scenery, and um, yeah, I think uh, coming out west, he has some good family friends that he lived with at University of Oregon. I think it was more like a comfort thing. It was um, a good thing for him. Yeah, it's an incredible thing for him. And also the pressure of playing at Oklahoma State. Not that Oregon's, um, you know. Uh, no, it's not easy. Yeah, yeah. But it's still not Oklahoma State. Like Oklahoma State's the number one powerhouse in college football or uh, college golf. Yeah, yeah. And sure. um, I honestly think it helped because it kind of took some of the heat away from even just practicing and um, qualifying. Like he won freshman of the year, big 12 player of the year, and they were still forcing him to um, qualify, which is I'm all about competition and stuff like that. But it felt like he didn't actually get to practice. It was always just yeah. working to get better. And there's something to be said with, Working on fundamentals and that. Hey, there's there's been some other pretty good pretty good golfers go to Oregon. Yes, I know he's right here. There. <laughs> 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 I was talking about I was talking about Aaron Wise and like Norman yeah. Jong and Eugene Wong. Eugene Wong was a good Canadian player who Eugene, went there. Yeah, sure, you bet. Yeah, knew him very well. Bucket hat, Eugene. Yeah, I know what happened. He's Toronto or no, Vancouver, Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, really, what does yeah. he still play? Yeah, no, I don't think so. He did decently when he turned pro, and um, I think he won in China, was doing all right, and then it just kind of packed it in. Uh, I think he's he's still bouncing around the Vancouver tours and stuff like that. Right? Oh, it's a bit of money to be made, but uh, yeah. I remember Eugene. This is a funny story. So, it's part of the national program, and they're doing uh, he's playing at Capilano in a big event, which is a great golf course, and 
the coaches are there and it's like, okay, guys, nutrition, here's some like, uh, you know, bars and Eugene goes, uh, yeah, that's great. And he goes the the ninth, uh, tenth tea, tea with uh, two hot dogs, rifles the two hot dogs full of mustard and full of ketchup and shoots 32 on the back nine to win the tournament by three. Yeah. Yeah. There goes, goes the nutrition hour. plan out the window. <laughs> yeah. Feed them yeah. hot dogs then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, feed everybody player. hot dogs. He was yeah. a good player. Look at me. Yeah. I had some. Did you have some tonight? No, not yet. Yeah, you, you, had a, you had a tomahawk steak with a thousand yeah. bo- glass bottle or a bottle of wine. Should do. Right. Great, right. Yeah, you're going to enjoy that for a long, long time. Yeah, 100%. That'll always be on your record, uh, John. So we're very proud for you. And uh, yeah, it's been, awesome. it's been good. And I really appreciate the time. I know you've probably got a thousand people trying to call you and speak to you. So thanks well, to Dale for setting up for us. So. For sure. Thanks for having me. If there's anything I ever do, if my sharks ever win it, then I get to come on for sure. Tell you what, if the sharks and the Canucks ever, because I'm a huge Canuck. They, 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 hey, hey, John, they have, close, a, they, have a big, they have a big next couple of days, John. It sounds like they, there's people What would you do? There, what would you do? To, well, they're, they're, with the draft, it sounds like they're, uh, Errol Carlson is right out there. So it sounds like. I know. Would you get rid of him or not? I mean, I think you have to because he's going back to Ottawa. Right? <laughs> you he's do. He's going to go back to Ottawa. I heard. They'll move him. If, yeah. if they'll find the right partner, I'm sure they got about five or six at least offers on the table. Can you what get a pretty good offer for even even though he's owed so much money? I think the 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 more San Jose sweetens the pot from retaining salary, the better they're going to get. Yeah. Uh, I heard he just had another. He just had a super rebound year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he had 101 points. Yeah, uh, exactly. But I heard that whoever takes him will take half his salary, right? I think they're good. Someone's going to, San Jose is going to have to retain at least 50%. And if yeah, they do, I, I mean, no, I think the more they retain, the, the sweeter the pot they're going to get in terms of. Uh, what is he, 33, 35? What is he? He's up there. Does that hurt their salary cap if you still retain it and you don't have them or no? Uh, yeah, it goes against your cap. Okay. So that's still I, tough. He, he, he's, you know, he proved to me like he's, he's such a difference maker when he's healthy. And I thought uh, it was the worst. They were pretty decent when they got him at the trade deadline a few years ago. And I thought when he played, clearly he must have been hurt because I thought it was the worst trade acquisition that I've seen in a long sure. time. And then um he turned out, I mean, he was hurt last year and but clearly he was pretty incredible this year. So yeah, well, you had is he, is he 30? On him when they probably got traded there. How old is yeah. he guys? 33 or 35? 31. I was only yeah. 31. Okay. Uh, He's got good years ahead of him, but yeah. But I heard he's maybe going back to Ottawa today. I heard it. Eh? Well, that there's four that's just a death sentence. That def, there's four or five teams that definitely have the assets for him. <laughs> it's just a matter of who who uh, who's going to convince the other, you know, San Jose what to keep in terms of money. I used well, to. I went to a couple of games, John, in uh, San Jose. It used to be an unbelievable atmosphere at the Shark Tank. It is incredible. I wow. saw some of the best playoff games there. I mean, uh, incredible. Yeah, really uh, good. Obviously. Well, you actually can't go see one in Toronto because they hardly get out of the first round, but I would love to see one in Calgary <laughs> or Toronto or something like that. Hey, hey, hey you got an alumni Ricky, over here. You've got yeah, Ricky played with a with a broken back for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Sorry about it. I was just, yeah, just lately then. <laughs> actually, uh, Ronnie is brother. I better get played. off now before I'll never get invited again. Hey, John, his brother played at San Jose. I, that's why I yeah, saw I the game. I saw yeah. Ronnie play in San Jose. It was great. It was awesome. Yeah. So. All right. Well, thanks, Johnny. 
Well, I'm not welcome back now, but thanks. For you're always uh, welcome. You're, hey, John, you're, uh, and I really appreciate it. It's uh, very special for our show to get you and uh, good luck in Scotland, the greatest country in the world. And then, yeah, unfortunately, you have to go to England to play in the British Open, but whatever. All right. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate good it. Luck thanks, Johnny. Thanks, boys. Thanks for listening to Suds, Dino, and the Dogfather. Tune in next week and be sure to check out www.theporkmissile.com for merch and more. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.